Hey there. Thank you for joining me today on another episode of Super Ladies. I am your host, Lubana Azad, and today I'll be talking about the power of asking. Yes, you heard that right. Asking is a power, and it's a power we all have and one we can hone to become our superpower. Let's take a minute and go back to when we were children. Do you remember how you used to ask so many questions? You used to ask why, why, why repeatedly until a frustrated adult would tell you to stop asking so many questions. Remember how you'd stop for maybe a few seconds, sometimes a minute, and then you'd start asking questions again? Well, that was your innate power of asking. You were asking so you could learn. Your young mind was comfortable and confident in its ability to learn. So despite obstacles and deterrences, your mind kept using that power of asking. As we grow up, we learn to listen to the world around us and sometimes we silence that curious part of our mind and our power of asking becomes a bit rusty. We start to feel less confident and unsure of ourselves. Think about all the times you wanted to ask a question or ask for something and you didn't. What held you back? Take a minute and reflect on that. Doing so will help you act differently next time and reuse your power of asking. For me, it's sometimes about confidence and comfort. I'm an extrovert, but even I have moments where I fear what others will think of me. I sometimes don't ask because I'm afraid it will be seen as a dumb question or that someone will think I should already know this information or in some cases it might draw attention to me that I'm not ready for. Sometimes I don't ask for fear of rejection or because I convince myself that my ask isn't important or that somehow what I'll be asking for is impossible. I'm sure you're getting the picture of how negative my mindset becomes and how this mindset sometimes holds me back from asking. I've recently learned the importance of acknowledging this part of my mind and how overcoming the barriers I've placed on my power of asking can help me achieve more. Today, I'd like to share some recent experiences that helped me realize the power of asking and how I was missing out by not asking. At one point, I was motivated to apply for a master's program, but I had lost touch with many of my professors and couldn't find a way to reach them. When I did finally find a way to reach one of my past professors, I thought that this gentleman who has taught tens of thousands of students is not going to remember tiny little me from six years ago. Keep in mind that he is a well-known barrister who is qualified on multiple jurisdictions and is one of Asia's top attorneys and legal education advocates. So I thought, hey, that's not going to work out for me. So I didn't contact him, I didn't ask him to give me a reference, and I let it go. And I didn't apply for my master's because I honestly thought it was impossible. Every single master's program asks for references, one employment, one academic, and there's no way I was going to get an academic reference. So there you go, dream given up on. But you know, something happened recently that pushed me to try again. I decided to reach out to all of my former peers and any contacts I had from my time as a law student to see if I could get an academic reference. And guess what? The professor who I was terrified of asking a reference from is the very same professor who gave me a glowing recommendation.
Had I not reached out to him on LinkedIn, I would not have gotten the reference I needed. And it made me realize that I lost time by not reaching out to him and I was beating myself up. And it just made me realize that sometimes you have to go out of your comfort zone and ask. I remember thinking to myself as I was reaching out to him that worst case scenario, he won't respond. And best case scenario, he will. And guess what? The best case scenario happened. He did respond. And he's very supportive and he was very encouraging and motivating. So you never know what happens when you finally ask. Another personal experience I'd like to share is how I got the opportunity to volunteer at a legal aid clinic. While on maternity leave, I found myself itching to do something meaningful with my time while learning as well. As much as it is fun to be Amir's mom and to chase after him all day, I felt like I needed more of a challenge. So I decided to reach out to legal aid clinics in my area since I was considering a master's in law. I carefully drafted an email introducing myself, my educational credentials. I shared my LinkedIn profile and asked them if they would benefit from a volunteer at their office. I reached out to several. To my surprise, I received a call the next day from the executive director of Riverside Legal Aid Clinic offering me an amazing opportunity. She gave me the chance to choose which department I wanted to volunteer in and specifically said that she liked the questions I asked in my email and the questions I asked during my first conversation with her. I chose to volunteer with the bankruptcy department since my master's in law is in financial law and I have a finance background. She even inspired me to consider a career in law. I know I'm not there yet. I enjoy being a manager too much, but hearing a professional of 30 plus years of experience telling me that I have what it takes to be a successful attorney is definitely a morale boost especially since it's a dream I had given up on. I honestly believed that I don't have what it takes, that maybe I can't handle the pressure, or that I just don't have the network or the support system to go for something that challenging. I have been proven wrong. She effectively proved me wrong. And she was able to do that because I reached out to her and asked her for a volunteer position. I'll be honest with you, I didn't expect the response that I got, or to be honest, any response. So it's definitely humbling to have her insight. And if you're wondering what she thinks makes a good lawyer, she said she looks for qualities that are the following. One, willingness to learn. Two, good people skills. And three, a good personality. The interesting thing is, those are the same ones that make me a good manager. The point of the story is if I didn't ask for a volunteer role, I wouldn't have the opportunity to learn from her firm and meet amazing, kind, caring attorneys and build a strong network in the legal community here in California. Now, as you can see, there are great benefits to going out of your comfort zone, taking a risk and asking questions. Let's talk about some tricks and techniques that can help you turn your power of asking into your superpower. One, don't hesitate. 
Do not listen to that voice inside your head. Silence it and ask the question you want to ask. If you're thinking it, then so are 25% of the other people in the room or conference that you're in. And when you ask, you learn. Two, it's not always what you ask, it's how you ask that makes a difference. This means word choices really matter. So ask in a way that elevates you. So sometimes it's good to ask open-ended questions. Be polite. And use sales techniques. Those of you who come from sales backgrounds know what I'm talking about. Ask leading questions if you're getting to a point. Or sometimes ask questions that require thought. Instead of asking a question that's a yes or no answer. Like, is the sky blue? That's a yes or no answer. Yes, it's blue. Or no, it's gray today. Or a different way you could approach that question is, what's the color of the sky? Then the person can tell you, oh, it's kind of bluish, grayish. There are lots of clouds out there, but there's a bit of sun. So you get the idea. You get more information when you ask open-ended questions. I want to share a story of, again, it's another personal story of how asking a question with the right word choices can really make a difference. So if you're looking for a promotion and you're gunning for, let's say, the role of a manager, instead of going up to your boss and saying, I want to be a manager, what do you think? Say differently. Sit down with your boss. First, ask how their day is going. That's really important. Um, So use those soft skills. Then approach the question in this manner. How do you think I'm doing in my current role? Do you think I'm ready for the next challenge? What do you think my next challenge could be? Get their perspective. Think about it. And ask them a leading question. Do you think I have what it takes to be a good manager? Or do you think I have acquired the right skill set to be a good manager? Those questions are going to impress your manager or your boss and make them think that, wow, you have attained professional maturity and that you're not approaching it from the perspective of someone who has casually thought about this, that you have actually put some thought into it. So remember... It's not about what you ask, it's how you ask them. Another thing to keep in mind is you need to be prepared for follow-up questions. So that's the third tip. Be ready for that individual to say, do you think you're ready? What do you think you've accomplished so far that makes you qualified for the role you're considering? So be ready for those follow-up questions. So Put in some prep time before you go ahead and have such any serious conversation, really. Tip number four, listen. Yes, listening is very, very, very important. Active listening is a skill, one you can perfect over time. But when you are asking questions, it's important for you to listen. Because the answer to your question is important. 
and the feedback you'll receive when you ask someone for something is invaluable. So listen to learn and that will help you ask further questions if you need to. Number five, don't burn any bridges. This is very important. Be ready to communicate that it's okay if someone isn't comfortable with what you're asking. So if you are asking for a reference, for example, make sure you convey that it's okay if they're not ready to give that to you. Keep that communication open. Keep that bridge solid and firm because you never know when you might need it. And it's important to mention that when you're asking that, hey, I understand if it's not something you can do, but I was wondering if you would consider it. That way, they know that you are reasonable. Number six, practice masking your body language and facial expressions when you get an answer you're not comfortable with. This is important. Sometimes our faces say more than we want them to. So practice keeping an open mind and an open face. (laughs) What I mean by that is just make sure that you're thinking positively inside your mind. If you're thinking positively inside your mind, that will show on your face. But if you become emotional and upset right in that moment, that can impact you. So be ready for an answer that you're not you might not be happy with, but hope for an answer that you are going to be happy with. Either way, you should train your mind that you are going to come away smiling because that is very, very, very important no matter what you are asking for. All right, now let's talk about some etiquettes when asking questions. And yes, it's important to know that there are certain rules that um, one should follow when asking questions or asking for anything. So the first one is very obvious. Please do not interrupt someone. And if you do, apologize right away. Number two, use polite word choices. So for example, you could say, um, could you please, would you kindly, what do you think about that? May I have your perspective, please? That kind of wording, it goes a long way. Three, compliment your peers and anyone else on how they asked a question. So if you're in a uh, conference room or you're on a Zoom call uh, and someone asked a question that you thought was really good and it's related to your question, compliment them. Say, thank you so much, Amy, for asking the previous question. Or thank you so much, Jaya, for asking the question which has prompted me to ask this question. Number four. Don't ask a million questions. (laughs) This is important. Um, Sometimes some folks think the more questions you ask, the better it is. Uh, But it's important to take a moment and think, reflect on what the speaker is saying, and then ask questions. Um, So for example, um, take a minute to absorb the content and then ask a relevant question that's going to give value. And don't ask the same question over and over again with different word choices. Um, If you're not able to um, understand what the speaker is saying, for example, then say straight up, I don't understand. Could you explain that differently? Or, for example, you asked a question, the speaker gave the answer, but to you it seemed unrelated. So ask 
that say straight up i'm sorry but i thought that that wasn't connected to my question could you clarify this for me please that kind of wording will really help your um your company the people you're around to respect you first and to understand where you're coming from and that will give the presenter or the person you're asking the question from to think differently they may have chosen to answer the question in a way that didn't work for you so now they are learning and growing and they will answer the question in a way that would be suitable for you number 5 be concise If your question is longer than 15 seconds and you're providing an explanation for your question, it means you're rambling. Try to avoid that at all costs. Because that won't add value to you, your knowledge, or to the people in the room. Number 6. Ask when it's appropriate to ask the questions. This is especially true when it comes to seminars, presentations, and interviews. It even applies when you're asking for a reference. Make sure the person has time first and be ready to tell them that they can answer at a later time if that's best for them so that they can think it over. So in a presentation usually the presenter will say you can ask questions at this point. Um in interviews the inter uh viewer often says that as well. Um or sometimes they'll say ask me questions at any point. but take a minute to let them finish and then go ahead and um ask that question but it's important when you're asking for something like a reference or um a networking connect or um you know some information that you really need take a minute to give them that time to think about their role and what they're about to do um it will really earn you their respect and which will help you in the long term So make sure you convey that it's okay. Take your time, take as long as you need. Um please just let me know when it's best for you. That kind of wording will go a long way. All right, now that we have covered all the etiquette surrounding asking questions, let's talk about the good stuff. Let's talk about all the benefits. That's right. This is the stuff we really want to know. So first, when you ask questions, you learn. That's right. Every question you ask helps you develop your mind and helps you get closer to your growth targets. Um it's even an opportunity for the presenter to learn and all the people in the room to learn. I can tell you in a past life when I was teaching English, I used to learn a lot of how to present information to second language speakers just by the questions my students would ask me it would trigger me to realize that i'm not using the right word choices for the level of english i was teaching in some cases in other cases it would just prompt me to be more creative so it benefited everybody two you get to set yourself aside from the herd yes that's the benefit when you ask smart well thought out questions you actually show that you are quite intelligent and you have that willingness to learn and that's something everyone wants to respect so this is a great way to set yourself aside number 3 you get the chance to build rapport this is so important 
in our world of business or、um, any profession, to be honest, in our world of professional lives, we are constantly interacting with each other, and networking is so vital. So when you ask questions, you build rapport, and that eventually translates to successful connections and networks, and that's going to help you in the long run for some professional growth. Whether it's、uh, moving to a new company, going for a new job, or getting a reference, you never know how many ways that rapport is going to help you. So, take advantage of that. Build good rapport with the presenter of a seminar, your boss,、uh, your professors, your peers.、Um, it even applies to the personal life. So, your partners. Take the minute to ask questions that are respectful towards everyone. Next. Number four, it's a chance to show what you know and what you want to know. It can even lead you to answering follow-up questions and sharing your best practices and thoughts. So sometimes when we ask questions, presenters or the folks around you will ask a question in return to see if you have any thoughts to share. And when you share your thoughts, you're benefiting everyone. You are、um, going ahead and helping everyone's development and growth, and plus you get to share something that's working well for you. Number five, you'll get the support or opportunity you're looking for. That's right. When you ask, good things come your way. As you recall in my previous、um, conversation earlier, I shared some good things that happened to me once I asked. The same thing will happen to you. If you don't ask, you don't get. But when you do ask, usually something good happens. So remember, there's never any harm in asking. Be patient when you're waiting for a response, and be positive. Have faith in yourself and practice your power of asking. As all sales specialists are aware, every no just leads you closer to a yes. One thing to keep in mind is that very rarely do people say. No to an ask, as long as what you're asking for is reasonable. Most people genuinely want to help other people, so they don't want to say no unless they really can't. Even if they do, they often provide you with a redirection or a different option. So be open to that. It's very important for you to be responsive and be open when someone presents another opportunity for you. So, for example. I was once interested in being a manager. Yes, surprise. Well, I made it here at some point, but at this stage of my life, I was an, a supervisor. I was interested in manager, but I lacked some vital skills, and I didn't know that at the time. But when I approached my mentor and I asked, "Hey, I want to be a manager. What do you think? Do you think I have the right skills for it?" She said, "I think you need to grow a little bit more." And she asked me, "What skills do you think you're lacking in?" And honestly, I had an answer. I was lacking in coaching skills. And those of you who are managers already, I'm sure you know that coaching is pretty much the bread and butter of the job. You have to be a good coach in order to be able to manage a team properly. So that conversation opened up a very vital. Part of my mind, which is I needed to learn how to coach properly, coach effectively. It also made it so that my my boss knew and my mentor knew that I wanted to learn this skill, and so she arranged things so that I would. And 
Being open to learning and growing helped me become the effective leader that I am today. So be open to the answers that you're going to get when you ask for something from the other individuals. Always keep in mind that you won't lose anything by asking and you will instead gain opportunities, achievements and heights you thought were out of your reach. You never get what you don't ask for and if you ask you'll eventually get it. Yes, that sounded a little complicated. <laughs> but what I'm saying is always ask because when you do the answers will surprise you and probably make you very happy. Always remind yourself that the power of asking is a skill. The more you ask, the better you get at asking. And above all, do not let anyone get in your mind, not even yourself. Don't let the fear of how others perceive you stop you from asking. So go ahead and practice the power of asking and turn it into your superpower. I hope you all feel empowered to go ahead and ask for what you want. I for one will be cheering you on. Thank you again for listening to Super Ladies and I hope you get everything you ask for today. Music